Hey everyone, and welcome to a new episode on the official podcast of Oklahoma NextGen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. Before we get into this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and share this with your friends so they can be encouraged. Wounds. We all experience them throughout our lives, and today, Raina Longstreth, an incredible woman of faith who serves alongside her husband at the church today in Tulsa, applies what she learned from healing a wound on her knee to the process we go through in healing emotional and psychological wounds when we surrender them to God. Don't go anywhere. You do not want to miss today's episode. Next Gen Nation, I am happy to be with you on yet another podcast. And let me just say in the beginning that I'm going to make mistakes today. I'm probably going to pronounce things wrong. It's just, it's just who I am. And I have like stopped and started and re-recorded. And I don't think there's anybody that's perfect. So if I do make a mistake, just um, let me apologize for that in the beginning and just say I'm sorry. Um, but however, I have. Um, gone through some things this year just like everybody else has and I hope that there's something that I can say that will help you that will encourage you to keep up the fight and to keep worshiping and praising God and um, a little bit about myself is I love to read um, medical stuff I am NOT a doctor I have no degree in any type of medicine but I have been a mother for over 18 years, and I enjoy reading all things medical. I enjoy trying to figure out what ails people, (laughs) what illnesses that they have, and what I can do holistically to help them survive or get over their ailments. And so that's just kind of a a backstory of kind of what I'm going to talk about today. And it all stemmed from a bike wreck that I had in September, and it was a pretty tragic bike wreck. I think anything um, that you do in your 40s that crashes you into the ground um, is pretty tragic. And I was just riding the bike with the kids and our dog decided that he was going to go one way and I was coming down um, a hill pretty fast and he turned into my bike which threw me um, into the pavement and several, several ground rolls and I don't know, asphalt burns. Um, later I'm just laying, looking up at the dark sky. Cause at this point the sun had, had gone down. And, um, so it got me to studying about wounds and the Lord began to deal with me about emotional wounds, not just physical wounds, but Um, The particular spot on my body that I had hit pretty hard was my knee, and I had a lot of road road rash, and um, it wasn't healing properly, so I began to study about the wound healing process, the physical wound healing process, and in doing that, it started opening up my spirit to emotional wounds, and how much more does God care about emotional wounds? uh, you know, he, he cares about physical wounds as well as emotional wounds. And it started just opened me up and, and he started dealing with me about wounds. And so I'm not going to put a title on it. I'm just going to talk from the heart. And, um, so the location of this, this wound on my knee, it wouldn't heal. And, um, because I wasn't dressing it properly. And that's the first point that I want to put out with any type of wound. You cannot wait 
and don't delay on properly dressing the wound. Um, and this wound, since the knee bends and moves, I was trying to let it dry out and you can't do that on an area that be, that bends and moves all the time because what would happen was was when I would get up from from sleeping it would rip open and um you know you can imagine what that feels like and what that looks like and all that and so it was wasn't healing and so I began to read and I started studying about the four stages of the wound healing process and then I want to apply it spiritually uh there's so many types of wounds um so many different types. They vary in their depth, their size, their type, their location. And another factor is our health and age. There's emotional wounds. There's traumatic experiences. There's there's deep lasting hurts. There's deep pain. There's psychological pain. There's rejection, abuse, both physically and emotionally, sexually. Some have been molested, taken advantage of, and been left to feel like it's all your fault. Then there, Then comes the shame and the guilt and there's the death of your loved ones, and then there's the, you know, the, 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 you don't understand why their time was so short, and this creates wounds, and, and there's so many different types of emotional wounds. I want to talk to you about the four phases of healing. The first phase is the hemostasis phase. The, stec- the second phase is the inflammation stage. The third stage is the proliferation, and the last one, the last one is the, the maturation phase. Within the first stage of healing, this is the process of the wound being closed by clotting. It starts when the blood leaks out of the body. This happens very quickly. This happens within seconds of the in- injury. After that, the first fibrin strands begin to mesh, and they form what we call a scab in about 60 seconds. Pretty fast. So your body goes right into the healing process as soon as there is a wound. Um, second, um, the second phase of healing is the inflammation stage. This begins right after the injury when the injured blood vessels leak, transidate, and that's made of water, salt, and protein. Kind of reminded me of tears when I read it. This causes the swelling. Inflammation both controls bleeding and prevents infections. This is a cleansing process of damaged cells, pathogens, and bacteria are being removed from the wound area. Pathogens, they have to go. They can cause damage in the host. During this phase, swelling, heat, pain, and redness are very common. This is a natural part of the wound healing process. Now, if inflammation is prolonged, it it can become dangerous. So let's go back to the first thing, the hemostasis, where it's the wound's being closed by clotting. Um, It starts... um, you know, covering and clotting, clotting there to, to make a scab. And it reminded me, it took me to Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Um, Titus 3, 5 through 6 says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he has saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And I was just thinking about these two processes and how when we're wounded, we've got to make sure. It's so important when we are emotionally wounded, rejection, whatever that looks like, we've got to bring it to the Lord and let him cover that. He needs to cover it in the right way. Um, He needs to cover it with the covering of his spirit because we want to stay broken before him. We want to have the right spirit and we don't want anything to be able to set in. And so... I love it because it says, by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So as soon as we're wounded, we need to bring that wound to him and let him, let him start covering it. Let him start closing that, closing that wound with his blood, with the covering of his spirit. 
in an inflammation stage. It's talked about how it washes all of the pathogens out, which I could go into. I mean, there's so many things that can set in, um, and we'll name those later on. If we don't, if we don't bring it to the Lord and the right healing process takes place, it will lead to chronic wounds, and that's when there's so many um, bitterness and um, you'll get started. You'll start getting cynical. One time, I made up my own word. I was talking about this, and I think I, I called it a cynical cynicalism or something. But it's cynicism, and um, we don't want that to happen in our lives. Um, so it's so important that we bring it to the Lord immediately. It hurts, and it's going to start getting inflamed. But I think sometimes we, when we feel like, oh, it's still hurting, we're not being healed, and then that puts us, you know, we take steps backwards, think, thinking it's still inflamed, it still hurts, I can't get over this, whatever. Um, we start feeling like God isn't hearing our prayers, and that leaves room for the enemy to come in and start start speaking to you and trying to take your praise and worship. Your praise and your worship is part of your breakthrough, and that is why when we are wounded, that he the enemy wants to step in and start taking our... I have seen it so many times, and it devastates me when... I'm leading worship or when I'm speaking or when, you know, whatever. You can look out and you can see where the enemy has stepped in and he has taken people's praise and worship because surely God doesn't deserve our praise and worship if he has allowed us to be wounded or if he allows pain. But I'm telling you, I wouldn't be the person that I am today without the wounds and without the pain. I look back um, over my life and I wouldn't take any of it away because it has made me who I am today. And I, and I, I want to stay broken. The Bible says a broken and a contrite spirit. He will not despise. He will never despise that. He wants us to stay that he wants us to stay pure in our hearts and stay with this uh, pure heart and this pure spirit so that he, that we're workable. And so that's why it's so important. Bring that wound to him. Let him cleanse it. Let him renew you in the Holy ghost and say, it hurts. It's inflamed. And I need you to remove any of anything that's trying to get in my way of this healing process. Um, the third phase is the pro, the proliferative stage. This is the reconstruct, reconstruction phase. The wound is being rebuilt with new tissue made up as collagen and extracellular matrix. In healthy stages of wound healing, the granulation tissue is pink or red and uneven in texture. You know, it's a scar. Um, not too cute, not too pretty, but they sure tell a story and show where we've been. But it will not bleed very easily. This is so important to remember that this happens faster when wounds are kept moist and hydrated. They need to stay covered. And once I started covering my knee with ointment and a bandage, it began to heal. I mean quickly. It is so cool how God created the body with these certain phases of healing to heal itself. It, it, it was so amazing once I started taking care of the wound properly and covering it. You must, it, you must contain healthy tissue humidity. Research has shown that moist wound healing is three to five times quicker than the healing of wounds that are allowed to dry out. Now here, I, I'm, I am not a theologian. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a girl that loves God. And he I felt like he showed me through this that when it when it when I read that it that that it it heals the wound heals quicker um, when you keep it moist I was just reminded of tears and I know not everybody's a crier I cry when I'm happy I cry when I'm sad I cry when I'm mad I cry I, I don't know that's just the way that I'm wired and I used to fight it and I used to hate that 
and say, I wish I wouldn't cry so much, but I've learned, no, this is the way God has wired me. And I'm cool with that now. And, um, but we've got to keep, we got to keep it covered and we've got to bring it to him with our tears. And just that, you know, when, when we are hurt, our tears are made of different, um, has different, um, ingredients than just tears of, of joy and laughter. It has different ingredients. There's a whole big old study on that. You can read if you're like me and you like to read about, um, medical stuff and you're, and you're not in school, um, go read about tears and, um, just the way that God has, has designed us to cry and to get that, the toxins out of our body. And so I was reminded that when I was reading the stage and I was like, just, for emotional ones, just keep bringing it to God so he can cover it. And then I was reminded of these scriptures. He took me here and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Well, you need to be renewed. Well, this stage is starting to renew. It's a reconstruction phase. It's being rebuilt with new tissue. That's super cool. Same thing with emotional ones. And in this process, of forgiving and releasing. I forgive, especially, you know, when it's done by a person or usually it's usually wounds hurt even worse. I mean, you're not going to be like probably super wounded over an enemy or someone you don't know, but it's what usually when it's someone that you love so much and they're part of your life, it's even deeper than that. And there's this, you have to forgive and release and give it to God and forgive and cover it and, 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 and give it back to God. So it's so important that we do that, that we keep bringing it to him so that the pathogens, these bacteria, the sin, the bitterness, the, this, uh, the cynicism, the, um, uh, the stealing of the praise and worship. I'm probably not using the right verbiage, but I've, I, you know, you, you've got to keep bringing it to the Lord so that you can just stay broken before him and having a pure heart and saying, I'm, I'm still hurting. I need you to cover it once again. Um, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me, Psalms 51.10. Um, so it's just bringing it to the Lord again. So you're there, we're in the, um, the reconstruction phase. Um, the last phase um, is called um, the maturation phase. This is also called the remodeling stage. This is when collagen is remodeled from type 3 to type 1, and the wound fully closes. Now let me tell you, I've got to pause here and say, so since I was in the middle of healing my knee, um, myself, I got to watch all these stages um, take place. Obviously, it's December. Um, I this wreck I forgot to mention earlier. I knocked five ribs out of place, and my shoulder and my elbow. And um, I just went and had it looked at a couple of weeks ago, and they put it back into place and said it could be up to nine months before you know everything's feeling better. And it was inflamed yesterday as well um, when I went to get it checked out. And so it's, it's a process. I'm still in the last phase of healing, but I've got to, I got to watch this as I studied it. I got to watch my, my knee, my knee go through this healing. It's super cool. Um, anyway, so, um, it, it's, it's, it changes from type three to type one. The wound starts to fully close the cells that had been used to repair the wound, but which are no longer needed are removed by program cell death. If you never thought any of like, how cool is this? This begins about 21 days after the injury, and it can continue for a year or more. I mean, that is so awesome to me. And so this is the last stage, and there's this, it's, it's, it's being remodeled, and it's, and, it's, and it's, you know, completely trying to repair this one. And so um, 
I want to take you to Psalms 51.8, where it says, Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Now, if you're like me, this is how I think about it. Everything must pass by my dad. Okay, so if, the, if my dad says I need to, which is, is Jesus Christ, he's my daddy. And if I got to go through this, I need to go through this. I can completely trust him. And I know there's times where I have fought against my seasons in life. And it has been so uncomfortable. And I have learned not to fight my season that I'm in. To just try to learn and try to grow as much as I can in that season. And not fight the season that I'm in. And, um... So, and whatever we're going through. So, make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. So, um, it me, that, that means I want to be satisfied. Let me to hear the sounds. Oh, give me back my joy again. This is what the psalmist is saying. You have broken me, now let me rejoice. Verse 9 says, restore unto me the joy of your salvation. Make me, make, which means make me willing to obey you. What is willing? I want to be ready. I want to be eager. I want to be prepared. I want to desire. I want to desire the joy of thy salvation. You desire a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart. So that basically the psalmist says, grant me the ultimate joy of being forgiven. And I can't remember the last time that I looked at that scripture like that. Make me hear joy and gladness at the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. So in verse 8, the psalmist is asking for something more. He wants not mere negative peace and rest, but active, thrilling joy, which those experience who feel themselves restored to God's favor and bask in the light of his countenance that every ache and pain may cease and be replaced by gladness and rejoicing so I won't be silent I want to hear what matters what I speak matters I need I need something more so he's asking more is like an extra a double portion maybe um, I need something more I want to be able to I want to live in the ultimate joy of being forgiven and I want to to walk in that and say Okay, God, you've allowed this to happen in my life. I'm going to stay broken before you, and I'm going to bring you these wounds that are still hurting, and I'm going to keep them covered because I don't want to become bitter, and I don't want to become, um, I don't want it to, because your, your praise and your worship is a part of that breakthrough, and 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 to get you through the healing process. Um, so the failure to progress in the stages of wound healing can lead to chronic wounds, which are bitterness. You'll be cynical. You'll be walking around blind. Have you ever... When you are wounded, have you ever noticed how you don't see things clearly? Like you can say something, but it somebody can say something to you, but it triggers a memory and you take it totally different than how it was said because you're you're blind. You're like blind Bartimaeus. And he said, you know, he was like, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He wanted to receive his sight. And when we are wounded and we don't keep them covered through the process of healing and bringing it to God and letting him cover it and forgiving and releasing the individual or the circumstance or the situation, it allows for us to walk around blind like we can't really see. We have this wound filter over our eyes and we're not being able to experience the joy of the Lord. And we're so self, more self-absorbed. We're not being able to do the will of God. We're not doing the Great Commission. We're not teaching Bible studies. We're not making disciples because our filter is just that of a wounded spirit. And it's such a, a tragedy to walk around wounded and not have the proper healing when Jesus wants to heal us. And I know, I know, I get it, guys. We're not going to always understand why things happen. We're not going to understand the, you know, the the um, the sudden deaths of loved ones, or or the the, the pain, or the the word said, or the rejection, or the um, the unloved moments, the moments when you feel unloved and you don't feel like that um, you deserve that, and you don't feel, but you don't all, you know, you don't feel loved and. And you don't deserve that. And I know that there's going to be times where there's uncertainty and you don't understand. But if you can keep coming to Jesus and say, 
I want you to cover this because I don't want to live in chronic disease. I don't want to have a chronic wound that I am supposed to be a mature Christian and I've had the Holy Ghost and I've been baptized in Jesus' name and I've been living with God for 35 years, but I can't give him the praise and the worship that he's worthy of because he has allowed certain wounds in my life. And that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to keep you in a box of chronic wound wounds so that you cannot be the child of God and live in complete freedom. I'm talking about not just being free. I'm talking about being free indeed and have complete healing of those wounds and and living in complete freedom with Jesus Christ. And you'll have resentment and you'll have hate and which I've mentioned several times, you will withhold your worship from him because of these wounds. So again, it's so important, and I de- that's what was on my heart today, is just, I'm tired of watching people walk around not completely healed of things that have happened, and I know that we all have things that we are, we've, we've gone through, and, um, and we're in the process of, of bringing that to God, and bringing healing, and him helping us with that, and I hope that this has helped somebody, I mean, there's so, there's a process in the physical healing of wounds, how much more is God concerned with our emotional wounds and the things that we have gone through? He, the Bible says he is the wonderful. He's the counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father and he's the prince of peace. And so I want to say three words. Jesus is enough. He is enough. Um, Isaiah forty thirty one says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Um, Ephesians four twenty three um, through 24 says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that ye, that ye may put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. The last thing I want to leave with you is Psalms one nineteen seventy three says, you made me. You created me. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. Jesus, you made us. You created You created me. I want the sense to follow your commands. I want to I want to, to, to come before you and say, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Whoever is listening today and you have been wounded, I'm putting the notes up. I'm putting them away. Whoever is listening today and you have been wounded and you are struggling to move forward, I want to pray over you right now and just let the washing of his spirit, let a covering of his spirit cover you and keep bringing it to him. Keep, keep a broken spirit and keep bringing it to him and saying, God, I need you to cover this. I need to forgive release and I need healing of this wound. And you're having a hard time moving forward and the pain is great. I want to encourage you just to keep bringing it to the Lord Jesus right now. God, I pray God for your healing for your blood, for a covering of your spirit over all these listeners right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray a covering of your spirit, a covering of your shield of faith, and a covering of the fear of the Lord just to flow over them, if whether they're in their car, if they're at work, and give them the supernatural strength to keep moving forward in you, God, to keep worshiping you, to keep praising you, God, until the breakthrough happens. I pray against the enemy to have any access into their lives right now, Jesus, of having them move forward in complete healing. God wants you to move forward in him. He wants you to completely trust him. And you can trust him with your entire heart and your entire life and say, Jesus, I trust you. I believe that you want me to live in wholeness. I believe that you are enough for me. I believe that you were wounded for me. I believe that you were bruised for me. And you know what? That's enough. You are enough. You're my counselor. I can come to you at any time. I can go into my closet 
and just come to you and tell you where, and he'll meet you where you're at. He will meet you where you're at at any moment. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you and we glorify you. Thank you so much for um, listening today and keep moving forward in Christ and walk in wholeness. He wants us to walk in wholeness. He doesn't want us walking around in pieces and 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 be wounded and, and not be able to change our world. He wants to, us to walk and have wholeness of life and in, in, in Him and through His Word. Love you guys. Thank you so much. for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders podcast and social media so you stay up to date on our newest content. Until next time, we pray this encouraged you.